Welcome to the Into the Wolf podcast. I'm your host, leadership coach, Seth Rigoletti. And this is a podcast about authenticity and change and uh, sort of answering the question of how do I be, how do, what, what does it actually mean to be my authentic self? Like, how do I actually do that and communicate more clearly when I do that? How, how do I, how do I manage that? Um, so we're going to talk today about something that, that I find for personally for me to be very helpful in understanding what's happening, what's happening in a room when I'm communicating and it's not working. I'm not having the impact that I want. And that thing is, uh, this, this, uh, tension between intention, my intention and the impact I'm having. And leadership and um, managers and even just uh, you know, executives on any level, I suppose, are, are, are trying to figure out how do I communicate such a way so that other people around me feel inspired, uh, will follow, will feel impacted, um, in other words, in a good way, right? Like feel motivated by what we're talking about. And I oftentimes find that this tension is comes right down to this thing between intention and impact. So first thing I want to say is that this, this whole concept comes from, for me, from my experience, comes from a book called Thanks for the Feedback by uh, Douglas, uh, Douglas, he- Douglas Stone and Sheila Heen from the Harvard Negotiation Project. They did great work. They really explained this very well. So I definitely recommend thanks for the feedback if you want to know more about this. So the question, the fundamental question here is how, how do I align what I mean to say with how it actually ends up landing? What I try to say to people is that, you know, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter what your intentions are. It doesn't really matter if you say after the fact, like, well, that's not what I meant, right? Because for us, you know, when I'm when I think about how how do I experience other people, how do I experience uh, different leaders? You know, usually I'm having an experience of them that is that is very internal, and that I am going to project onto them a kind of intention. In other words, like, oh, you know, he he or she was rude, and they're a rude person, and I'll kind of like think about that, and. I think I think that we all do that. I think we all do that to a certain degree where we care more about the impact that people have on us than we do on whatever their intentions are. And in this, you know, this is something if if you ever had conversations about racism or sexism or any of the things where we have to actually ask ourselves what what did I what did I mean in this moment? How was that moment? How was that thing I said or that thing I did? How was that received? You know, for example, in when I was uh, younger, it was a big thing about holding your door open for women. So, as a young man, uh, I felt like you know the message was hold the door open for women, and that's a good sign of like respect. And then I grew up in a an area of the country that was that was very feminist. I mean, it was just extremely feminist and, and it was great. And I had 
raised by my mother and by uh, an older sister as well, and and they were both feminists. So it's like I was very much steeped in that culture as well. And so uh, I had the experience of opening the door for somebody and having that person say to me, basically, like, what makes you think I can't open the door myself? And and you know, sort of the whole. Uh, this is an example of the patriarchy and I was like 19 and I was like, Oh, uh, this is new for me. I don't really know what we're talking about. That tension between those two things. Like I wasn't trying, I didn't think I was trying to be something about the patriarchy in that moment, but certainly that's how it was perceived. And we can get into this whole, like who's right and who's wrong in that moment. I'm sure there are listeners to this right now who have an opinion about, um, you know, who, who, who do you side with? in that moment. And I'm going to say like from my own, my own sort of viewpoint right now is that there's no, there's no side, right? There's no, unless you were doing it with the intention of doing harm, right? There's no actual side. I think the first thing we have to do is we have to get clarity, right? Clarity about ourselves. Who do I think I am? What do I realize or what awareness do I have around my own intentions. You know, that that sounds simple, but it's actually quite tricky for, I think, for many of us because most of the people I work with and clients, you know, that I have and friends, you know, my own experience of of this is that we, you know, we think we, we think we know our intentions and sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. And sometimes like we make a joke and we think the intention was to be funny, but then when we reflect back on it, we're like, wow, that joke really was coming from a place of anger or fear or, you know, judgment. And, you know, maybe I, I had some hidden intention. So we have to get really clear about what our intentions are. And, and the clearer we are about what the intentions are, the easier it is actually to do these exercises that we're going to talk about today. The second thing that's really important is that we have to understand this question of like, how do people in general, how do people receive me? Um, what is my impact on the people around me? Now, there are people in this world that I've, you know, people I've worked with and met who say, for example, they're very tall. You know, they're like six four, and uh, sort of an imposing figure. And they have to deal with the fact that every time they walk into a room, they're perceived a certain way, right? They, they're, they are seen and received a certain way. And that can be really confusing, right? So it could be they're perceived or received as somebody who is super you know, confident and, and uh, commanding, or they could be intimidating, or they could be perceived as being control. I mean, there's so many different ways that height and or lack of height, um, uh, different sizes, different uh, skin colors, uh, gender can really impact how people receive you. And you have to get a little clarity about that just because you want to know, uh, not, not because it's something you have to do something about, but mostly because you want to understand what is actually happening in the room. So I remember uh, from my own experience with this, I was doing some some work at a conference on racism and doing some work on my own sort of awareness. And I was having a conversation with some people of color in the group and I just started to like rattle off thoughts that I had in my head and they had a, a very strong reaction, right? Like, like 
well, you think you're this and you think you're that. And I was, I wanted to say, no, you're wrong. I don't think those things. But I stopped and this one woman said, you know, who are you, this, this white man, you know, who's saying all these things? Like, what do you know about this? And who, what makes you think that you're okay? You, you can say these things. And, and what I realized was, oh, like I'm, I'm, I'm starting off here from an assumption, right? An assumption that they might perceive me uh, as, as sort of, you know, sort of, they would see my intentions. They would see what was going on inside me, but they don't, right? They just, they just, they don't know me. They're like they actually said, I don't know you. And so when, when I realized that not only did they not know me, but that I look like somebody who's easy for them to assume is going to have certain opinions that they don't like, right? Or they don't agree with. Well, that was a big like wake up call for me. And then I started thinking about that in terms of, you know, uh, just business, right? In terms of all kinds of conversations. And, and the clearer I am about how people perceive me, the easier it is for me to understand what is my, what is my impact. And then this brings us to the question of like what, okay, so what is actually real, right? What is real? Is what I intend to say, what I, if I get clear, clarity about my intention, and I'm really clear about that, then I have awareness of how people tend, generally tend to perceive me. Well, what's real then? right? Like what's actually happening? And what I can tell you is that what matters, the only thing that matters, if, if I need to work with you, if I need to somehow connect with you, what matters is how you are receiving me and how I'm being when I'm in the room with you. We can make all kinds of adjustments along the way. We can get clarity. We can, we can work through things. But if I am, if I am ignoring or I am disregarding how I'm impacting you, I am going to create a gap and that gap is going to create a lack of trust. And if my goal is, and this is important for collaboration, this is important for team building, this is important for um, leadership and influencing and motivation, if I am creating a gap of trust, because I'm disregarding how I'm impacting you. If I'm disregarding it because it doesn't align with my own reality, right? Remember the two truths, my own reality about what is possible, about what's happening inside me, about what my intentions are, about what the impact should be, right? If I'm ignoring, if I'm disregarding your experience of that because of those things, you're going to not trust me. Now, the question about this thing about trust is like, I actually have to care. I actually have to see the value in the connection. If I don't see the value in the connection, then if I don't see the why, right? In the, in why we should connect, then it's going to be very hard for me. And what's going to happen is that I'm going to adjust my behaviors just so that you think of me differently, but not so that it builds a stronger connection. And this is like where we get the faking, uh, you know, you know, faking certain sensitive, sensitive things. This is where people feel like it's really inauthentic sometimes, you know, like, oh, we can't say these things in this room because, um, so-and-so is here. It's, I don't know if it's that you can't say these things. It's that 
you have to understand that when you say these things, you're going to have this impact. And if you're going to have this impact, you better be doing it intentionally. You better be understanding that this is something that, that is going to make this person uncomfortable or make this person feel less safe. And then, you know, it's because what happens is, and I'll give you an example, right? What happens is if I am completely concerned about uh, you know having an impact on you where you might be upset, then I might not say anything to you that ever upsets you. I might be so concerned, oh, I don't want to lose trust. I'm never going to tell you the truth about what's happening between us. And then what happens is there's no trust, right? Because there's no connection. So it's a it's it's the trust piece has to come from this cultivation of a connection between us and not from this manipulation or control of how people are impacted by you. The alignment of the intention with the impact, right? The getting like what I mean to say also being the way in which you receive it is a path to building a connection, a connection based on understanding, at least understanding of the intention and also an understanding of how it's receiving, being received. So what is getting in the way then, right? So what is getting in the way? Well, of that connection, of that ability to, to sort of do those things. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Coming back to my initial point, like we are terrible at understanding our own intentions. We rarely, we rarely call into question our motivation for things. And I say that we, I mean, that's maybe a little too general, but I think, I think in a very general way, uh, we, we, we're not very curious about ourselves. If you can be a little curious about yourself, like, well, what did I mean by that? Or, or, hmm, was that a little too sarcastic? Or, uh, is this really what I wanted, what I wanted them to hear? And then the second thing is getting really curious. We don't, we don't get really curious about how other people respond. We get defensive and we, and we tell them that they're wrong. Getting back to the point about holding the door open for this person, this woman coming through and, and having this interchange where it's like, uh, don't do that. And I'm like, but you know, this was a good thing I did and no, it's not. And then it's like, who's right and who's wrong, right? This duality of like, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? It's not, it's not neither good nor bad. Some people appreciate it. Some people don't. Some people feel like it's paternalistic and some people don't. Some people do it to be paternalistic and some people do it just to be kind. Like who knows, right? But the point about this is that we misunderstand it. We miss each other so often. You know, if we just said like, oh, no, tell me more about that, <laughs> right? Like, oh, I don't, that's really interesting. Like I want to actually have a, connection with you I want to know more about you or maybe you don't and you're like okay <laughs> all right you don't want that great you know like I, I don't need you to understand me I don't need you to appreciate me if we're not going to actually have a connection and that gets back to this like piece about being in control or not in control and this is a really hard thing about communication this, <laughs> this is a very hard thing for people for all of us to kind of understand about communication and that's that you're not in control. We are not here on this planet to figure out how to control each other. 
it, I understand that is something that people do try to figure out how to do. I do understand that manipulation is a real thing that you can you can manipulate people's emotions, especially people who are vulnerable or insecure. You can do that. I just don't I just don't get it. Like that's not a path forward, right? That's a small small way of thinking. A much bigger way of thinking is like, what? okay, what if I had that connection we talked about earlier? What if I had that connection? What if I built that relationship? What if we had trust? And then in that relationship and that trust, we're going to have these moments where we misunderstand each other. We're going to have these moments where we upset each other because, you know, I did something and, and you received it a certain way. And who knows if that way that you received it is it was intentional or not so let's talk about it and the better trust we have the better the deeper the relationship we have the less we're trying to actually control each other's outcomes the easier it is for us to really kind of work through and find that common ground in that moment if that is actually what you're looking for right if that is actually necessary you know if we're if we're all on a boat together think a picture like a uh, a big rowboat like a crew boat right and we're all rowing the question is not who's rowing right. That's not really going to help us. The question is really like, how are we rowing together? And that may require me to figure out like how, you know, how could I improve my rowing, but it's not going to improve my rowing if I make your rowing wrong. Right. I'm, I'm not a, a crew person, but I'm just, I'm thinking about this in terms of just the metaphor, right? The, the idea being that if our goal is to work together, we have to be curious about how we're actually working together. We have to be curious and we have to start listening and be open to what is, what are people, how are people experiencing us? If we can be curious and listen to each other and trust, and this, and this may seem like a strange thing to say, but trust that I'm, I'm gonna, I can be open and, and be curious about how I'm impacting you and trust that I'm going to be okay. I am going to be okay. I can hear this feedback and be okay. And that's hard because we, we want to we convince the other people in this world that, that, that we are, I don't want to say just right, because a lot of us want to be right, but it's also about wanting to be um, wanting to be seen and perceived and understood in this deep way uh, that, that I am actually an, a good person. I, I don't know anybody who, I, in my lifetime, I've met anybody who I would say, oh, this person, this person I'm talking to, has the intention of being a bad person. I've met people who have the intention of doing bad things, but never somebody who's like, no, I really want to be a bad person. There's a famous quote from Shakespeare's uh, play Othello, where uh, Iago, who's the evil character in that play, and Iago says, I choose evil. And it's just, it's so striking in that moment because it's like, oh, we never get to see the inner life of somebody who's like, I choose to do this evil thing. I choose to be evil. So I say like you know, most of us want to be perceived and understood as having good intentions, being good people, being someone who wants to get forward and that the other person just needs to get in line with that. If we can understand how we're impacting each other, if we can be slightly curious, slightly more curious, 
of how people are receiving us and where we might be misaligned, right? Where uh, my intentions might not be matching how I'm, how I'm being. In other words, if my intention is to get us all to row together and I'm scared, remember the, the feelings, right? I'm scared that this won't actually happen. And then I start yelling and the impact of the yelling is that you don't feel like you trust and you know you don't feel compelled and motivated or inspired to work together you feel more like shutting down i have to respect that that is actually how you might feel maybe i i want to say i can only work with people who like to be yelled at that's, that's fine right that's clear <laughs> that's how i want to that's how i want to be in the world so i can only work with people who want that but then it's also like if i want to work with you that's important to me. I want to work with you and you don't like being yelled at, then I could actually be curious about like, well, why am I actually yelling? Like, why is that a thing? And is that really helpful? Is that really helping me achieve my goal? And I could make you wrong or I could make me bad, but neither of those things are actually going to work. If I just look at the behavior and say, oh, this behavior is not helping me achieve what I want to achieve. It's not helping me connect and build trust with you. And then I can actually make the behavior wrong for this moment, for this place, this interaction. And I can be curious about how could I do this differently? How can I communicate this differently? Finally, you know, th this gets to this point, like, like about what, you know, what's happening in this interaction is that sometimes how people receive you is not even about you at all. Right? It's not about you as a human being, as, a, as an entity, as an essence. It's not, it's not you. It's just, it could be the context, right? It could be the situation that you're in. If you're in a situation that's really heated, like a political argument or something, coming in with a joke or uh, trying to like lighten the mood or whatever may not be received well. You may be perceived as being... A little too superficial or or not serious enough or whatever like you may you may be impacted and that may not really be about you that may just be about you not reading the situation in the room that you're in and you could just be like oh well, that's interesting like i really misread that like i thought this you know i thought i could make this joke but i couldn't so the the goal here is not to figure out Who's the wrong person? Who's the bad guy or the bad person? Who's the person at fault here? Is it, did you misread me or did I misspeak? You know, did I, did I have the bad intentions or are you just so stuck on your own image of, of what I'm saying or so stuck by your own bias that you can't hear it? That's really like, that, that's, that's not interesting to figure out who's wrong. It's really interesting, though, to figure out what's happening. What am I actually in control of? You know, what, what behaviors do I actually have and what choices do I have? And can I make different choices? Can I convey to you that I care about you and that I want to connect with you? And this comes to this quote by Teddy Roosevelt, which he said, Nobody cares what you know unless they know that you care. And your ability to communicate your caring is going to be your ability to listen and be open when someone says, that doesn't work for me. And you could say, tell me more about that. Tell me more about that because I'm curious. Because I want to 
to connect with you and my intention is to connect with you to build a relationship to build trust so we can work together so again this is the podcast into the wolf i'm a leadership coach seth rigoletti you can find out more about me at sethrigoletti.com and this podcast is all about changing and finding yourself your more authentic self really appreciate any comments if you're willing to like it and share it we'd love that let me know if you have any any thoughts about future episodes thanks very much